Well, it's that time again. Time for Tech Talk. I'm Brad Cost. Today, again, from the beaches of South Florida, it's my very own data doc of talk, Dr. J. What is up, my brother? I am so glad to be here. Like, if there's anything that I want to do work-wise at the beach, looking at the Gulf of Mexico, it's hanging out with you and our awesome guest, Ashok Kapoor. So excited about today. It, it is great. And, and you, can't, you couldn't ask for a better studio than where you're at, could you, man? Oh, listen, I mean, I'm literally looking out at the Gulf of Mexico right now. I'm on my balcony, beautiful white sand beaches, watching the boats. And I saw dolphins today, Brad. Did I you? saw dolphins. Do you, I, I know you're from Oklahoma, so do you know what dolphins are? <laughs> yes, buddy. I've spent a okay. lot of time. I, you know, actually, scuba dive. Kendra and I are big scuba divers, and uh, we haven't been able to go in a few years, but we have some stories we could tell you in awesome. the South Pacific. Yeah, it's a, an I'll amazing you what, thing. We come to Oklahoma in the fall. Because you're bringing me to Oklahoma, right? That's right. We're going to come there. We're going to watch some football. We're going to watch some We're going to hang out and have some barbecue. Barbecue or pizza or whatever you want, dude. We'll, we'll fix it. You know, awesome, I, we're, let's tell the audience. Let's be truthful here. Uh, yes. Because we are the purveyors of truth, you know? Yes, we are. The explorers of the future kind of thing. But you, were, you and I spoke in Florida. You yep. skipped out to uh, yep. head to the uh, Super Bowl, and uh, you ended up at the Super Bowl. And, of course, me, I thought you were coming back the next day, but I, I get this video today, and you're still in you're still in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just made the decision, like, hey, look, we're down here. Let's hang out. Let's have some fun. You know, both Courtney and I, as you know, we're working all the time. So it was just great to just be like, you know what? We're going to have some fun. I mean, the last few days, actually, I've been on my computer doing a multitude of Zoom calls. But, you know, um, today was a little bit better. We, you know, went for lunch, had some fun. Tomorrow's pretty much a, a chill day for me. I don't have any meetings planned. So um, so it's just good to be here. You know, buddy, you deserve it. We, we both work really hard. It's yep. great that you can get away. We've got Thank a great you. guest today. Uh, yes. Someone you, you've known, he's new to me. I've been reading a little bit about him, uh, uh, Shuk Kapoor. Uh, and he, he has some pretty serious involvement in the uh, healthcare and medical areas. He, I know he's got uh, telehealth, and he's also involved in medical supplies, some of those things. So, uh, Shuk, welcome to Tech Talk. We, we appreciate your time today, you joining us and, and spending time talking with Jay and I. Thank you so much, Jay and Brad. It's an honor to be at the in the pod, uh, at the podcast and uh, talking to you guys. Looking forward to. And Ashok, we um, we actually were introduced through a friend, Tian Wang, who is who is just uh, like an awesome, awesome guy. He's a, a good friend. He's a tech entrepreneur. We we call him a, a tech titan here in DC. Um, how did you and Tian meet? I have known Tian for a few years. He runs this uh, Connectopreneur event where he brings in uh, entrepreneurs, tech entrepreneurs, and other entrepreneurs at a networking event. And I connected with him a couple of years ago, and we have just kept in touch. And he's a great guy. He's a nice connection maker. He's, he's a wonderful guy. He really is. Um, he's just a good-hearted human being, incredibly smart, and always there to help other people. Um, and I was super excited that he introduced you to us uh, and, and me through Health Tech Tribe, the Facebook group that we run. Um, Ashok, tell us a little bit about your background 
how you got into healthcare, and and even more so, like how you decided to go from the the kind of the medical equipment DME space into technology and telehealth. I'm I'm super interested to hear this. So my education background is computer science. I have a master's in computer science and then worked in the computer science field for about 22 years. Then, you know, you always have this, you know, edge about starting your own business. And I wanted to get into business. So that's how I got into the healthcare supply business and got into, opened up Hawkeye Medical. And we started providing medical equipment supply to the general public. And then uh, that's been going on for about, you know, 15 years now. So a few years ago, I looked at, you know, uh, giving our uh, clients uh, supplies like blood pressure machines and diabetic supplies and stuff. And I started noticing there was an issue with access to healthcare, where they, they were, you know, having trouble seeking doctor's appointments, lack of transportation, a lot of barriers trying to seek healthcare access, and also saw non-compliance with um, chronic diseases. Where this one, I'll tell you this one story. It's it, young man, diabetic, started coming and getting supplies from us, and then uh, he would not get them on a regular basis. It's like we have the prescription. We know how often you're supposed to test. What's going? I know I have plenty left. I usually feel good. I don't test it that often. And then after that, he started coming and getting wound care because he started having diabetic ulcers, you know, and then uh, after wound care supplies that I didn't see him for a while. It's like, what, you know, then I happened to run him at a, a grocery store. I said, what happened? Well, I had to have my toe amputated. So from non-compliance to, to you know, having uh, uh, issues with diabetic ulcers through amputation, then I started looking and researching. It happened to my late brother. My late brother Great entrepreneur, great businessman. Then he got diagnosed with uh, brain tumor, terminal brain tumor, and then he became non-compliant. He had started having undiagnosed depression, and he didn't want to get treated. So that's when I started seeing that it's not only access to healthcare issues, there are compliance issues and a lot of other issues. And I started researching, you know, to see what was out there, what solutions were out there to help people. And my technology site came up, and you know, say. Let's try to fix this problem. It is a simpler, easier way to fix this problem, improve healthcare access, give patients uh, chronic disease solutions so they can self-manage chronic diseases. And that was the genesis of how come MedTech and came up with the total care uh, telehealth product. That's, ama- that's an amazing story. And I'm very sorry about the loss of your brother, Ashok. I did not know that. And thank you for sharing Thanks. that really powerful story. Brad, what I love about our guests is that you know, all of our guests are so mission driven. You know, they all have a really powerful story to tell. And Ashoka, again, I really appreciate you sharing that. You know, so, you're, right, you. you're right about that, Jay. I mean, they all, but that's true about most uh, innovators, most entrepreneurs. Uh, and that's how great things and technology are built people with their heart. Uh, they see a need, they they fulfill it. Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's not. But it looks like a shook is, is driven that same way that most of the great inventors and and technology um, innovators are. And a shook that's that's amazing. Let me ask you real quickly, a shook in your in your telemedicine. What what are your target audiences in that? Who who's using your tool set now? So 
our main customer, there are, if you look at the landscape of telemedicine, there are some that targeting that are targeting to end consumers, like, you know, uh, teledocs and doctors and demand and stuff where patients can get on the call, get on-demand access to whoever on-call uh, uh, healthcare provider there is. We are taking a different approach. We are trying to, we are connecting patients to their own healthcare providers. We believe in continuity of care because healthcare is best delivered when there is continuity of care, you connect with the same provider again and again, and there is the growing relationship and trust that's built between the provider and the patient. So the provider gets to know the patient well, and the patient gets to know the provider. So that's how, that's how we operate. And all calls are scheduled, but this way, you're not disrupting a provider's uh, clinical schedule by uh, having somebody interrupt their schedule, right? So that's how we focus on. So it is before COVID, it was, you know, uh, primary care and a lot of other traditional medicine. But post-COVID, a lot of non-traditional and alternate medicine, you know, have picked up uh, uh, telehealth. So, so we are seeing more and more of uh, uh, other providers pick up telemedicine like podiatry, uh, uh, physical therapy, occupational therapy, and I'm really excited about uh, uh, chiropractic also trying to pick up telemedicine. And that's, I think, it's pretty mind-boggling from a sense of where before COVID, you know, you had to, most of the people wanted to touch the patients, and now you're trying to figure out a way, thinking out of the box and saying, how can I do this remotely? Yeah, there are a lot of patients that we that we were seeing just before COVID hit, then COVID hit, our practices were down 85%, but we ramped up telehealth rapidly. And because of that, we were able to stay connected to our patients and help them get through this really, really uh, difficult period when they had no access to in-office healthcare. And I think that made a huge difference for them because again, like we were able to provide, obviously we can't adjust them and we can't do the, you know, the manual therapies and the soft tissue work, but we can definitely help them with our activities of daily living, patient education, ergonomic advice. We can, we can walk them through specific exam techniques. We can give them specific exercises and watch them do their exercises. There's lots of ways that we can add value to help them um, besides just them coming into to the practices. And, and uh, I know, Brad, you have a tremendous amount of data on, on what the difference was, you know, pre-COVID, during COVID, kind of in where we are now as it relates to in-office visits and also telehealth visits. Yeah, we did. I was, I was telling the Shook that, uh, and I, I'll send you that website where we were tracking it, and we had the one week. Within a week's time, it jumped to 1,200% greater than the previous week that people were using telemedicine codes. So, and it was at the darkest part of, of COVID that last week of March where things were, were really dark. Uh, Ashok, when we get back, we're going to take a quick break here, but when we get back, I want to actually talk to you a little bit about the technology behind it, how your uh, technology works, your system. So our provider audience, most of our listeners are providers or executive director of state medical associations, how they, they may can get them to thinking about how they can apply this kind of technology to it. So we're going to be back in just, just a few minutes, guys, uh, with Dr. Ashok Kapoor.
You are listening to Tech Talk Healthcare Podcast with our guest, Mr. Ashok Kapoor, CEO of Hawkeye MedTech, a telehealth company located in Columbia, Maryland. Tech Talk is heard on Anchor FM and many other internet radio stations around the globe. Thank you for joining us. back. It's Tech Talk. We're talking with Mr. Ashok Kapoor this time. <laughs> I, I made a mistake. I, you know, he is an intelligent man, I can tell. Uh, he fits the need, probably has all the qualifications of a doctor, but Ashok, I, I apologize for that mistake while ago. Um, but we've been talking a little bit about your your background, how you developed this telemedicine app and, and the aspects of it. Can you can you help me understand a little bit about <clears throat> how you developed it? Explain it. Is it is it a is it an app base? Is it a online service base? Can you fill in some of the blanks there for our our uh, listeners? Yes, thank you. So um, I'm the one who architected the solution, and it is a, a one thing I wanted to make sure that was available to as many people as possible. So we, we made it. As a, uh, there is an it's an Android app. It's an uh, uh, iOS app. So you can do it on a a phone, a tablet. But we also made it web enabled, so you can also do it on a uh, laptop or a PC with a camera. So taking the technology barrier out of the picture, so you can have whatever device you want. You know uh, that, uh, so you can access the platform. Uh, so both on the patient side, on the provider side, you can use any one of those three sets of platforms you can use. And then uh, the uh, nice thing is there is nothing stored on the device itself. So, you know, part of the basic part of the design was security and HIPAA compliance, because I truly believe that healthcare applications should adhere to, you know, it should be designed with security in mind from the beginning and not security as a uh, afterthought. So from that perspective, nothing is stored on the devices itself. Um, all the data is stored on a HIPAA compliant uh, cloud. All the communication between the devices and the cloud is encrypted and secure. And from the privacy perspective, when a patient logs on, they, you know, uh, their information, their healthcare information is private to them. A provider only sees it when they make an appointment with the provider or when they designate the provider as one of their primary healthcare providers, right? So uh, a provider cannot search for patients at large. Right. And same thing, uh, we also understood that many of the patients, many of the people have caregivers and family members that are part of their care uh, circle. So we have a capability where a patient can invite a family member on the platform, thus giving them access to the healthcare information, and they can even add them on the call. And we also wanted to make sure that, if, you know, many times, Providers uh, send uh, uh, patients to a specialist. So instead of, and then what happens is there is a disconnect there. 
So would we also enable the provider to add on a specialist on the call? And that is great, especially if the primary care provider is a provider. Now say, for example, an ortho comes on or a you know, cardio comes on or somebody comes on, the provider can actually be the one who is in charge of the care of the patient is able to relay all the information back and forth, right? So again, you know, uh, continuity of care and uh, make sure the patient gets all the services they need. And from that perspective, you know, one other thing that I also, you know, studied and realized that providers are very overwhelmed. There's a lot going on in their offices, seeing patients and, you know, uh, uh, from outside people in the medical industry know that how stressful uh, being a provider is. So did not want to add another burden to them. So what we also made sure that there are three things we did for the provider. One, all calls are scheduled. So this way you can uh, not only take it during a clinical hour, so you don't have to set aside extra time to do televisits. Second, we made sure that the uh, entire platform, entire app, you know, appointment process is self-service. You do not need to involve a uh, office receptionist or a nurse on the call. So what that enables them to do for the first time, providers have, they can have freedom from the office and they can actually do calls from home. What we wanted to do with that is actually give them uh, uh, more uh, family time and be able to do this from home. And one of the providers of coffee, he was so excited, he said, oh, now I can enjoy a cup of coffee in the morning and see my non-critical patients in the morning before they go to the office, right? So that enabled them to do. And the third thing we wanted to do was make sure that a patient, the, the appointment has all the information they need so by the time they get on the call, they can get the patient's vitals already recorded, they can get any pre-assessments done, they can get all the uh, labs and stuff the patient can attach, and post-call, the provider can attach the lab results and all the other information. And this is also really important for, you know, uh, most of the practices where you want to get all the records as possible for the patient. So hopefully that helps give a good picture of how the architecture and design. So to simplify that, I'm assuming there is a provider side of that app and then a patient side of that app, and it's pretty well, from what you described, agnostic to anything else. It It's really a standalone app for a provider to communicate with, uh, with a patient then, correct? Correct. That is correct. So how does, how does, if the doctor's wanting to talk to the patient, has the patient sent a request via this app to talk to the doc? So there's a communication, and then the doc either sets up an appointment or time, and, and, and that's displayed then, I'm assuming, on this app where it's a, it's a pretty easy connection between the provider and the patient to set that schedule up and to, to actually do that uh, telemedicine uh, viewing. That is correct. So when a provider onboards themselves, they, they publish their availability schedule when they're available for uh, television. They also put in what jurisdiction, what states are they allowed to do televisits in. And then on the patient side, based on their address, they see the providers that are able to do televisits on those platforms, and then they uh, find their provider and look at the availability schedule and be able to find you know, the time that suits them 
be able to put in chief complaint and option the other information and send an appointment request to the provider. Then the provider gets an alert saying a patient is requesting an appointment say five o'clock tomorrow. Then the provider can look at the call and make sure there's worthy of a television. It may be something that's an urgent care thing, you know. If I say I'm having, you know, I fell down and I'm having a fainting, fainting spell and I want to do a televisit, that may not be worthy of a televisit, right? So then when the time comes, the, the patient, you know, uh, the, the patient gets in the waiting room and the provider can start the call and actually get on the, uh, uh, get on the call with the patient. Fantastic. I love what you've done because, first of all, you've incorporated things like social determinants of health as it relates to your platform. You are also thinking really clearly about what the doctors and the staff experiences and the patients, but the doctors as well. I think that's, I think that's phenomenal. It's very forward thinking, Ashok. So congratulations. Really well done. Thanks, Jay. I appreciate it. So, Brad? I think we have to take a break, unfortunately, but we're going to be back and then we're going to get into the nitty gritty about being a health tech entrepreneur with our man, Ashok Kapoor. Absolutely. Ashok, we'll be right back. You're listening to Tech Talk with Dr. J. I'm Brad. Be back in a minute. Tonight's show is brought to you by Hawkeye Medical. Find out why healthcare providers are switching to Total Care, a telehealth platform that enables providers to connect easily and efficiently with their patients. Hawkeye Medical is also a provider of home medical equipment and supplies, including hospital, surgical, paramedical supplies, and disposable. Look to Hawkeye Medical for your needs. Tech Talk is heard on Anchor FM and many other internet radio stations around the globe. Thank you for joining us. Well, we've come. You know, it just goes so freaking fast. Here we are in the third phase of this. Uh, we've been talking with uh, Ashok Kapoor. He is uh, a CEO of Hawkeye Medical, a telemedicine company, also Total Care, out of Columbia, Maryland, uh, and learning a lot. Ashok, some of the things that you were talking about in the previous block was really interesting to me. My technology analytical company is working on, we're actually in beta production of it right now, a revolutionary tool that is taking healthcare records from uh, and making the patient the center of the record now. So we're tracking every doctor, every specialist that sees that patient, and we're overlaying it like layers in a timeline, uh, including labs, medication, imaging, uh, every specialty. We break it up, use artificial intelligence to uh, segment that into um health issues, specific health problems, and, and it close those up where a doctor can look. And every doctor that saw that patient has a dot on that timeline that allows them to look at that. 
And, and some of the things that you're talking about, about putting that in front of that fall right in line with that. But the thing that we searched that was amazing to us as we've been running these huge amounts of data through this system to look is the only way to truly change that unit of healthcare costs that everybody talks about doing, let's make healthcare cheaper. You know, in America, there's only going to be one way to do that, and that's with care coordination. We found there not to be much care coordination. We saw patients seeing the same specialists that for two or three different doctors of the same specialty where the services were being duplicated. And the patients, you know, honestly didn't understand it. They didn't know that. We saw the same thing with medications where they were getting a generic and then a non-generic brand name. And sometimes we're duplicating uh, because they were getting them at different pharmacies, duplicating medications. So we built a tool that's tracking all of that for a patient. Uh, I think there'd be a great opportunity for an app like yours in telemedicine to be fit into that. Uh, but are you seeing, do you agree with that about care coordination and what we've talked about? I think care coordination is one of the keys to improving healthcare uh, uh, outcomes for patients and reducing healthcare costs, right? So for that reason, what we have done is on our total telemedicine platform, all the call history stays with the patient. It moves with the patient from provider to provider. So if you go to cardiologist, cardiologist can see all the other calls you've been to. If you've been to an ortho before, they're going to say, oh, what, what, did the, what did the ortho do, right? And that conversation many times is literally life-saving because if an ortho prescribed a medicine that you did not think was relevant enough to talk to a cardio, cardio may prescribe something that may have an adverse effect, an adverse reaction, right? So those kind of things are very important. Another thing about our care coordination is, especially with the chronic disease patients, is longitudinal data which means, for example, if I have high blood pressure, if I go to the doctor's office once a month, they only get one data point from me. And I, I, I don't have high blood pressure, but every time I go, the doctor says, you have high blood pressure because dark, I was running to get to you on time because I'm always running late. But if, you, if the doctor gets two data points every single day for a month for a patient, they can get such better history from them and be able to do much better management of chronic disease. Yeah, I agree with you. That's one of the things that we're tracking. We also have added a layer for social determinants of health now also. So we're tracking social determinants. Uh, we've just recently released in beta our intake form for that. So the patient can actually fill that information out. A sociologist can do that or the physician themselves can do that. We think that's going to bring valuable information into that overall uh, review in their history and personals of what the doctor is doing when they're reviewing that. It's pretty amazing when you look at it coordinated from the level we're doing, and then we're also tracking all of the billing, the charges, reimbursements aspects of it also, so we can use this at a greater level for academic level research in the overall cost of services to help really understand the dollar impact of care coordination and certain specialties like chiropractic. Never before that I know of had they had that research capabilities of overlaying charges and visits compared to where they're at with other healthcare providers uh, in the world. And I think it'll it'll bring amazing pieces to that. So kudos to you for 
thinking about that coordination aspect of it. I think yeah. that's a dynamic thing. I agree. Shock, I love what you're doing because there's lots of telehealth platforms that are out there and they're providing a HIPAA compliant platform. But at the end of the day, the idea of tracking longitudinal data is a game changer. And, and, and like, it's great. It's, it's impressive that you're really, you've thought this out really, really well in order to add significant value to the healthcare system and most importantly to the patients that your system and your platform is serving. You know, I've, I've looked at a lot of the data around uh, what consumers are expecting in this post-COVID world whenever that happens. And it really comes down to experiences over things, convenience, and they're expecting doctors to adopt digital platforms. That's the expectation. 80% of patients will do a telehealth visit in the next 12 months. And so the fact that you're at the leading edge of this and you're doing it in a way that's really thoughtful to get people's data um, putting the patient at the center of the care delivery plan is really, really impressive. So, so thank you for that. Um, I'm really curious about, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, shall I say that again? I said, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm really curious about, you know, your journey as an entrepreneur, you've obviously been extremely successful. You've built great companies. Talk to me a bit about, um, Maybe the, the game-changing moment for you as an entrepreneur, what, was, what were some of the most impactful moments that you've had as an entrepreneur that was like, okay, this, this is changing my life, this is changing my direction, this is, this is turned me into the person that I am today? Right. So I think a lot of people have great ideas, but very few people take that step and take the risk and become the entrepreneur and actually, you know, uh, go for it and stick to it and what I, you know, it's not easy because when mm -hmm. I, you know, when I went from a IT person, you know, to medical supplies, it was a change from running, being get paid a paycheck to, you know, uh, uh, being in business for yourself and be able to do all this stuff. Then when I began to entrepreneur, it was, you know, you hear all these stories, People get a multi-million dollar investment on the back of a you know, napkin at a restaurant. I'm like, hey, I know technology. I have a pro there is a problem. I can solve the problem, right? No, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> Nobody gives you, you know. I wouldn't even get $5 on the back of a napkin. Don't, nobody even buy me a drink and say, it's your great idea. Let me buy you a drink. No, it didn't work that way. So I had to come up, you know, with a way to solve this problem and use my own money. You know, people talk about, you know, the very first investment is friends and family. I didn't want to go to friends and family. I wanted to do it on my own, right? So that's what I started doing. So it has taken me much longer to get to, get to where I am today because I'm self-funding it and I'm looking for funding. I think the biggest challenge and what I hear from most of the entrepreneurs is you, you know, as a CEO and a founder, you're always looking for money. So that's one of the things you're looking for money and as an entrepreneur as a ceo of any company you are the one setting the direction for the company but as the entrepreneur not only are you setting the direction doing the architecture doing the funding doing the pitches you are basically looking forward to see where other companies are and how do you stay ahead of the competition because anytime you know you stay stagnant somebody will take you over right you need to stay relevant and stay out of the game. And that's what we're trying to do. So it, it is, 
not for the faint-hearted people. But you're doing it in a great w- way, though. I mean, yeah. I had the exact same experience in most of my companies. I start at the beginning. I do everything from marketing to uh, bookkeeping mm-hmm. to, mar- you know, getting out and selling the product. I think that's a great way. People see that ultimately, I think, in what you're doing. But you're absolutely right. At some point, you got to have the help. And, you know, we know a guy, we know a guy we inter- we interviewed. He, uh, he is a angel kind of investor. We'll be glad to connect you with that. Uh, because I, at some point you get into that and technology is expensive. Doctors forget about that. People don't understand. And it's becoming more and more, uh, expensive to do it. So you've got to help have help at some point in time. Yeah. But I love how you're, I love how you're, your message is really about patience and persistence because I think a lot of folks out there that are running their own healthcare practices or that are starting their own technology companies or maybe even thinking about starting a technology company, they need to hear that message, Ashok, because, and, and it's not just words, right? It's like living persistence and living patience because it can it can be very easy to be distracted by the shiny stuff oh this company got a hundred million dollars in funding what are they doing i'm going to chase that but you got to stay true to your dream right you got to stay true to your mission and when you do that great things happen so i I think those words of wisdom were awesome so thank you so so how can people get a hold of you can you give us your website your email like how can people your linkedin your twitter how can people get a hold of you follow you watch you you know succeed on your journey Thank you. So, uh, uh, Hawkeye, we, we have a website, hawkeyemedtech.com, H-A-W-K-E-Y-E-M-E-D-T-E-C-H.com. So people can go there and learn about the product. You can always reach me at A-Kapoor, A-K-A-P-S-N-P-E-R, at hawkeyemedtech.com. Send me an email. And I'll be happy to do a demo, happy to talk about, understand what your practice needs are, and be able to um, say how Total Kid may be able to help. That's awesome. Awesome, man. So, Brad, I think we've got one more incredibly successful, incredibly awesome guest in the books, my friend. We do. You know, we, uh, it's been fun. And again, it just goes by so freaking quick, Jay. Uh, it's just unbelievable. Uh, but Ashok, appreciate your time and effort. We appreciate you sponsoring the show tonight. Uh, and, and guys, reach out to him uh, yes. as a provider. If you've ever been interested in telemedicine uh, or simply need medical supplies, uh, he's he's one of the guys that's there to help us. Reach out to him. Let him know. Tell him you you heard us on the show, and let, let's see what we can do to drive some business to him. Jay, we've got, a, we, we've got to come to an end, but we've got an exciting guest next go around, Dr. Brian Capra. Uh, you go. and I both know Brian. He's been around for some time, Genesis Practice Management Software. Uh, he is a doctor of chiropractic, and uh, yep. he's involved in, and I know you use his services uh, a yep. great. So I look forward to, uh, I look forward to uh, talking to him next week. Absolutely. Ashok, thank you so much, my friend. It is great to see you again. Thank you for all of your words of wisdom today. I know the listeners got tremendous value. And we'll see you soon, my friend. You bet. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Tech Talk with Brad and my good friend, my data doc of talk. 
Dr. J. Greenstein. You are listening to Tech Talk Healthcare Podcast with our guest, Mr. Ashok Kapoor, CEO of Hawkeye MedTech, a telehealth company located in Columbia, Maryland. TikTok is heard on Anchor FM and many other internet radio stations around the globe. Thank you for joining us.